Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting Black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. DJ Vaughn checking in, Big Vaughn, the biggest, and I'm skipping class with the Progress Report. Let's do it. The Progress Report. Let's get it. All right, what's going on? It's your girl, Lila Shepard. This is another episode of Skipping Class presented by The Progress Report. I'm super honored to have DJ Bond in the building. What's up, though? How you feeling? I'm feeling great. Okay, but thank you for being here. For sure. Absolutely, man. So we're going to start from the beginning. Uh -huh. um, so, you know, discuss becoming who you are now. At what point did you get interested in, you know, getting into music and actually becoming a DJ? I want to say when I was like, 12, 13, I was always around the older people, you know what I'm saying? My dad always had 12s in his trunk, my mama cleaning up, cooking to R&B, so it was just like, I was outside at 13 with my boy Rico, so it was like, at some point, what can I do to make money? And then, I love music, so I said, let's do it. Okay, so what made you want to actually become like a DJ instead of an artist or anything else? Because I got in the studio and I sounded like a fool. So I was like, all right, that ain't gonna work. But I, I, no, I just always liked the craft for mixing and blending songs, like old songs with new songs, instrumentals with acapellas. Mm. I always had a passion for that, so. Respect. That's why I chose. Is it true that you're self-taught? Yeah, 100%. Speak on that. Um, well, uh, for Christmas, I forgot the year. I asked for some uh, turntables. And then I would always go to uh, Glenwood Flea Market and just get like CDs with all the new music, mm. all the instrumentals, go in the house, YouTube, and just start playing with the buttons. And then I did it for like a year. And after that, I started doing um, like high school house parties and stuff like that. So 100% self talk. Nice. Um, who were some of your influences, if any? Um, to be honest, I ain't really have no influences. Like, who can I? Yeah, I can't. I don't know. I ain't. Okay. I ain't really 
looking that's into fair. other DJs. I was just like, it's me. It's all me. No, that's fair. <laughs> um, how did you, you know, start to brand yourself and make yourself stand out from the next person who was DJing? Well, I would always go out and listen to other DJs. Like, mm. how can I switch this up and make it my sound? You know what I'm saying? Like, what can I do differently? So I would listen to a variety of DJs and pretty much put everybody together and make my own sound. We want you to come skip class with us and share your story on our new segment called Skipping Class. Look, we want to talk to all the artists, indie or mainstream, or if you're an entrepreneur, come build your brand with us and tell your story to the world. You'll also get the shot in our locker and you'll get promo clips for all your fans. So DM us today or visit our website, tprmediagroup.com. Get locked in with us. Got you. Respect that. Yeah. Um, now, you know, I want to ask, how much have you ever made in one night? Because I know how it go. I work with DJs, and I know, man, it can get up there, especially, too, when it's a lit night. You know, should you charge artists or whoever to play records? How much have you ever made in one night? In one night, uh, it was on tour. I think I made 6500 in, like, an hour. Beautiful. Yeah, at the party. What was that? Mm. Oklahoma. I don't think that was Oklahoma. Yeah. That's how hard. For an hour. And I it was just like, it was smooth. Like, so. Yeah. Damn right. Um, talk about some do's and don'ts and etiquette in the DJ booth, you know, because I know it'd be a lot going on. I actually, I don't know if you remember, I tried to get Black Lil' A record played, but we got it worked out one time at 1145. But uh, when was that? A minute. Uh, Maybe sometime last year. Okay, okay. But talk about the do's and don'ts and proper etiquette for approaching a DJ and just being inside the DJ booth. Okay, well, don'ts, like, the DJ booth is not a section. <laughs> Facts. Like, at all. So it's like, even if you come with me, I'm going to have a designated spot for you. I hate being hovered over while DJing because I can't think. It just, like, I feel like you over I'm not doing something right. You're just standing over me watching. So... Do not send a booth like it's a section. And then just coming up to the DJ, um, I would like to say, let's keep the conversations to a minimum because at the end of the day, I'm still working, it's still a job. So I say come up, introduce yourself, um, exchange information, and then, you know, if you really wanna lock in, if you just want a one-time play, come up with the bread. I don't wanna do too much talking. But if you want to really lock in with me, exchange information with me, and let's talk the next day. Don't just bum rush me telling me you just got out of prison and you've been doing music for 15 years. I, I can't have a conversation with you right now. You know what I'm saying? Fact. I'm going to just sit there like, yeah, yeah. Eventually, it's going to be like, all right, you got to go. <laughs> Respectfully, though. Like, Respectfully. I get it. Yeah. I get it. What's the, what's the craziest experience you ever, ever had in a DJ booth? At 11.45, this Damn. dude came to the booth and I told him my price. I told him it's $1,000 to get a song played because it's 2.30 in the morning. Facts. So I play the song, he gets drunk, come back to the booth, like, play my song again. I'm like, bro, that's not how it worked. Like, it's prime time hours. I, I explained to him, you get one play. So it was a whole, him and his whole table came, bum rush the DJ booth, security had to come. And I'm like, 
I, I would have gave him his money back because it's like it's not that deep. I don't need the money that bad. But it's just like, don't get drunk and then forget and like, oh, play my shit. Can we guys on him? Yes. Oh, play my shit again. Like, no, nigga, I'm, no, you're not going to step on me. It's going to be a respectful thing. So, yeah, that was probably, he damn near closed my laptop. Like, it, Yikes. it can get crazy in the booth for sure. Oh, yeah, crazy. Um, now, I want to talk about the, you know, process of breaking records. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, because you broke a lot of records. For what, sure. do, what does that mean exactly for a person that doesn't know that? So, as far as breaking a record, it's like, the label or manager or whoever, they'll come to you with or without a bag, just depending on the situation. And then it's up to the DJ to basically stamp the record. Everywhere I'm going, playing the record, putting it in people's face, my social media, Instagram, it's repetitive. It's like doing it over and over, like teaching a baby his name. Like, we're going to really stamp this record through the streets through the radios, through the clubs, and really standing behind it 100%. So, yeah, pretty much. Okay. And like I mentioned before, you did break a lot of records, uh -huh. and you know, you helped with a lot of movements. Um, how important are plaques to you? We know you got a few plaques under your belt. How important is that to you? I feel like plaques like trophies to DJs. It's Facts. like, it's the appreciation. Like, it's not a amount of money that I would want besides a plaque because for you to go out your way and to acknowledge, yo, you really played that song five, six times in your set every night. I appreciate you. So plaques mean a lot to DJs. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and, and I want you to name drop a few plaques that you have. First, I got to shout out uh, BRS Cash. Yeah, for um, sure. He gave us our first plaque as a media platform, so I'm going to always show love. But I want you to name drop some of the other plat or, uh, plaques that you got outside of him. So, yeah, Cash. Um, I got a Platinum Little Baby plaque, which included, like, five of his albums. They, they pretty much, from the start to... Mm -hmm. Damn near the peak. Um, Lotto, for sure, you know who I represent. Uh, two of those, um, gold and platinum. And then YBN, Namir. I got two plaques from Namir. And so that's when I, and then I was, that's when I was young. That was Young Vaughn. So for I, sure. I was outside for real. Like, yeah, <laughs> you playing this on the radio, bucking. Like, mm. that's why I mean a lot too, because on the radio, you know, as a mixer, you have a list to play from. Right. So as me DJing for an artist, it's like, fuck that list. I'm finna play this on the radio 10 times. Like, I, if I get kicked out of the radio. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's. So it don't matter. I, I did my job. Facts. Respect to you, man. Of course, we got to talk about Big Lotto. For sure. Um, you know, personally, I've been following her career since I was introduced to her on TV. Um, mm -hmm. I think we all knew that Lotto stood out and we all saw her potential. For sure. Um, but upon doing my research, I see that y'all been knowing each other since like age 12. Yeah. Okay. So Lotto was always the young rapper mm. and I was like the young DJ. So we would, it'll be like pep rallies, mm. little parties everywhere she was at, I was at. Got you. So we pretty much just locked in for real because we kept running into each other. So it was like, we kind of knew like, if we lock in, 
this can go a long way. You know what I'm saying? So that's gonna we've been locked in for a minute. That's hard. It's way deeper than the music. Oh, for sure. Um, talk seeing her progress from the rap game to where she is at now. It, it's major. I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't watch the rap game. I ain't really. I ain't, I don't watch TV. But from going back looking, it's like she could have went a whole different route. So mm. it's it's a big stepping stool to go from a young artist to a grown woman. Because a lot of people, at first, a lot of people couldn't accept it. Like, you're a kid. Facts. You're she a kid rapping. So for her to break that door down, like, this is not rap game no more. This is Lotto. This is not Little Lotto. I'm Big Lotto now. That was major. So, mm. yeah, big shout out to her for that. I agree 100%. I think, you know, at first, for me, I'm like, damn, like, Lotto's so sexy now, but, like, am I okay to say that? You know? Right. That's how a lot of people took it. Like, yeah. uh, she was just a kid <laughs> three years ago. Now she, right. Yeah, so. But she did make it over that hurdle because it yeah. is a tough transition from being known as a child artist to, to being taken serious as a facts. grown woman. I can't name a lot of people that did it. Me neither. <laughs> like, they still say Bow Wow, you know, right, you know what I mean? For sure. Um, describe the moment that y'all found out that she won a BET award and also having that Mariah Carey co-sign. Huge. Yeah, so they was, I was actually in Atlanta. I had just flew back. So, I mean, every award in my head, I'm like, we winning. Hell yeah. So as soon as they said it, it was, the, the moment was crazy. Everybody calling, mm. phones blowing up. It was, it was definitely a moment. Mm. And with the Mariah co-sign, that was major. Crazy. Like, major, major. And then the performance was like, <laughs> damn. So that moment in her career was big, like huge. Mariah Carey, Lotto from the south side of Atlanta. It was like, wow, anything possible. Man. Um, and, and speak on her gifting you um, 22K for your birthday. Was that last year or two years ago? That was last year. Got you. Yeah, I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't even know I was getting anything because That's hard. she was um, on the road. Mm. So I'm like, damn, my birthday, she gone out of town. Okay, I just wanted her to be here, but she wasn't there. So I was mad at her for that. It wasn't mm. even, I didn't care about no gift. I'm just like, man, you ain't here. I bet. So it was like a week went past. She was still went here. And then they called me like, um, we got this video shoot at Andretti's. And I believed it because you can shoot a video anywhere. <laughs> Not so I'm facts. like, I right, bet, we coming. <laughs> but Rico fucked all that up, the surprise up, because mm. he was just too excited. But then uh, she bought me these Travis Scott shoes. I'm like, okay, bet. I appreciate it. And it's like, try them on. It's like, damn. They was filled. Both shoes was filled with money. And so, wow. Yeah, it was like, damn. That was hard. <laughs> Beautiful, man. Now, I got to ask you. I went to the tour date with, uh, uh, we fuck with Asian A. She invited us on a tour date. Yeah, shout out to Asian A. Uh, Lotto, of course, Saucy Santana, one of my favorite artists. Um, and uh, I forgot the, the first guy name. Jay Young. Got you. Yeah. What exactly happened on tour with Saucy Santana when he was pissed? So, it was prank day. It was the last, the show before the last show. Mm. So everybody got it. Like, it, it wasn't not, it wasn't no, yo, you ain't finna prank me. No, you're getting pranked. And we actually had a prank for Lotto. It just didn't work because the production manager messed it up. Mm. 
So, first of all, Santana was playing. He started it, and I finished it. But pretty much, you know, I, I, um, you want me to explain what happened? Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, him, uh, Santana come back on Lotto set. They do a song. Well, first, during Santana's set, we walked dogs on the stage during his song, Walking Like a Dog. Mm-hmm. And Asia, did y'all see Asia Nay? We I didn't see her prank. We, um, so these are all the pranks. Okay. Asia Nay, we can't, she got a, like, she's a mermaid. So right. we had, we went to Walmart. We bought goggles, <laughs> swim trunks, snorkels. We came on stage like we were swimming. Oh but see, God. a lot of people thought that was a part of her set. They was like, you. we thought that was... A, so that we did that. Callie, I feel like Callie had the Callie, worst. that's, yes, got you. We threw tissue. We threw like I seen 30 that. rolls of <laughs> tissue from the top rope. So that was probably the worst. And then Santana, we walked dolls on the stage. And then when he came back out to do um, the song with Lotto, when they was done, I said, <laughs> I said, hold on. Yeah, I play one more. <laughs> I said, oh, I dropped the Rick Ross song. So I dropped the Rick Ross song, and it just went all bad after that. Now, with the Rick Ross situation, it's because of the cover, that cover that Rick Ross was floating around that it looked like him. Yeah. That, that cover was funny as fuck. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. So, <laughs> but I didn't know we was in Santana's city. So he took it more personal than I thought. I, you know what I'm saying? And he ain't really like gimmicks. I, but it wasn't nothing personal with me. It was just like, shit, you want to play with me? I'm going to come back harder. So we good now. We locked okay. in. That's my bro. So good. That's dope. And, yeah. I, and I love to see that, you know, men are comfortable in asexuality to be able to embrace artists like him. That's yeah, dope. For sure. That's yeah, fire. Sure. Um, what's been the best tour experience or memory that you guys had so far? Um, well, I've been on a couple of tours. True. Um, I want to say, well, my favorite tour, well, the Lotto 777 tour was one of the best feelings because, like I said, from where we came from to headlining our own tour. Beautiful. Was like, damn, like, everybody here for us. So that feeling was different. And we, of course, we had fun moments on the tour, but my favorite Favorite tours probably when I went to Europe, just experiencing the different cultures and the different foods and mm. the different people. That was major. So, got you. Now, is it any different DJing for a female than it is DJing for a male? Definitely, hundred percent. Okay. And I love a lot of, but I miss DJing for a male artist. Just the raging and the wild shit that go on behind the scenes and on the scenes. You know, a lot of it's like it's a female artist, so. Shit a little more calm, but with a male artist, is you never know what's gonna happen, what we gonna do. So I'm sure. Yeah, so I definitely miss that, but I love both sides. For sure. All right, last lotto question: um, Is she really dating Twenty One Savage? I don't know who she dating. Like <laughs> she's so secret about who she dating. I don't know. Like I got you. I don't know. Okay. Um, I want you to speak on support that you receive and talk about, you know, I see you and your mom real close and I think that's super dope. 
Um, so talk about the support you received from your fam and also too, what was the first big purchase that you got for your mom? That I got for her? Yeah. Okay, well, my mom, well my, okay, so it was like, when I started DJing, my dad was more on the side like, I don't think you should do this. Mm. I want you to do it for churches and like small things. Okay. But my mom, she's seen it through. She's seen the vision on where I wanted to go with it. So she was always 10 toes like, Whatever it's gonna take, we gonna do it. Like, it don't matter. Like, right. if you, I was leaving school to go DJ. Like, I was missing school days just to support my craft. So my mom was always there, hundred percent. And the biggest purchase I done bought my mom, I don't know. Well, probably her. Her new gift, it ain't. She ain't got it yet, so I, mm. I can't disclose it. Yeah. You can say it. When are you gonna give it to her? Then we'll make sure we release it after. Whenever it arrives, I don't know when it's gonna got arrive. You. It's it's and it's getting sent. So. It sound like a. Nah. nah okay. Nah, nah, nah. Okay. <laughs> Respect to moms, though. That's hard. Yeah, for sure. Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That's soon. Right. That's coming soon, though. Okay. Respect. <laughs> um, so, what's some advice that you would give to other rising DJs that are, you know, looking to possibly do what you're doing? Um, I just say stay consistent, for real. Like, a lot of older DJs and people that have been doing it for a minute, they don't want to let you in the door. Facts. A lot of people not gonna wanna let you in the door. They're gonna hold their nuts. Like, you know, who who are you? No. But stay consistent and go your own route. You may not come up in the major clubs. You may have to go out of town, DJ, and mm. just build your name. So I say as an upcoming DJ, stay consistent and build your own brand. Don't try to like piggyback off somebody because they only gonna let you so far. They a lot of people not gonna let you pass them. I know a lot of people will, but in this industry, it's a lot of hated shit going on. So just stay in your own lane, for sure. Facts. Uh, what can we expect with this upcoming joint tour with Lizzo? And that's huge. A whole lot of lit shit. That's a, we're doing all arenas. So that's going to be a, the production going to be different. Crazy. I feel like once we come off this Lizzo tour for the whole team, me, Lotto, management, dancers, it's going to elevate us because we're going to see a lot of different aspects in music. You know mm. what I'm saying? Doing arenas and touring with an artist like Lizzo. Way different. So when we come up that tour, I expect everybody to be 10 steps ahead than where we started. Facts. After the tour, you got to make sure you come back because we got to talk about that afterwards. Yeah, for sure. After got that to. tour, definitely coming back. Please and do. Please do. The whole tour, we just going to be locked in for real. Like On tour, it was playtime. We was playing a lot last tour, but we locked in this tour. When we come back, new music, beats by DJ Vaughn, beats by Rico, you know, just mm. everybody locked in. Okay, so you, you get into production. Yeah. Got trying. you. I've been procrastinating for a minute, but I feel like we it right now, and you ain't going to be it forever. Mm. So while we got in a chokehold, it's my time to really like take off for real and be on my Khaled shit. 
my big production shit. Smart, smart. Hell yeah, take advantage of the moment. Facts, because when it's gone, hell, it's gone. Facts. Um, now, our platform is called The Progress Report. You know, we talk about growth getting better. Obviously, you are progressing. Um, so how do you feel like you progress lately as a person? A lot. I don't drink no more. Congratulations. I'm lying like a mother. Ah, shit. I'm, I'm over here like, damn, wow. Okay. Nah, nah, I feel like, as a person, I, it's major progress from, hell, six months ago. I like to give myself every six months, mm. I want to I be somewhere else in life, no mm. matter what it is, financially, spiritually, mm -hmm. mentally, like, every six months, we got to move ahead, because I'm the type, I can't. I hate doing the same shit over and over and over and over. It made, me, it made me feel like you're not working hard enough. Yeah. So every six months, I want a new challenge. I like challenges. I like to, I like to walk into a room like, damn, I don't know if I can do this. Because mm. that shit made me go 10 times harder, like super hard. Like we were just in LA and uh, we got booked for an Instagram show. But they booked me on the side to DJ for three hours, and it was like a super diverse crowd. And it was just like, I'm in the back room, like, damn, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this. Mm. We in LA, and it is an all clean set for three hours. I can't tell you the last time I played clean music, Shit. but I ended up doing it and bodying it, like killing it. Like, they're calling back, like, we, matter of fact, we need you without Lotto. We need you on all our shit. So, for sure. I just, mm. six months, every six months, something new. Throw That's it at hard. me. I want it. Let's, let's try it. That's hard. For That's sure. hard. Well, yeah, I definitely appreciate you skipping class with me, man. And um, like I said, you got to come back after this tour. For sure. Let's we'll talk be back. some more shit. December. Yes, with sir. a whole new, a whole new story, a whole mm -hmm. new run, a whole new everything. It'll be like a, a whole different interview. You know what I'm saying? Damn right. For sure. Appreciate you, man. The Progress Report. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.